Welcome to What the Fox, Empowerment for Women. And so welcome to What the Fox. Today we are on with Mary Meacham and Mary is a nutrition exercise mindset. Um, She has a program called Upgrade Your Energy, which is a 12-week program. It is a small group and it helps new moms or moms that have children that are under five um, be able to get their energy back and works with them on that nutrition exercise and mindset. So welcome, Mary. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your business. So I am, I work with moms that have younger children or new moms that um, just feel exhausted, stressed, burned out. And um, a big aspect of it is there's just so many options for like diets that you can try and different supplements. And a lot of women don't know what they need. And there's just, it's like just constantly bombarding you all over the internet. And so I take a bio-individualistic approach. So I, I build a custom plan for every woman like in the group specific to her. And, um, and then the other aspect of it is the mindset portion of it. And, um, just learning how to support yourself and like self-care is like such a such a big topic lately but um it's it's more than just you know like doing a cute little face mask and getting your nails done like self-care is supposed to be a very like deep daily practice like the foods you eat like that's part of self-care like making sure you're getting enough sleep that's part of self-care and like knowing that you're a wonderful person, even if you're exhausted and grouchy, like that's even part of self-care. Yeah, self-care definitely. Um, I know used to it was what activities have you done and stuff to be able to be self-cared. And it's like, well, like you said, you know, I did a face mask tonight or I put a deep conditioning treatment on my hair or those little things and stuff. But really it comes down to sometimes it's mindset journaling and asking yourself, you know, some deep questions to be able to actually work through some problems that you might be having um, and giving yourself the time to actually do that. Yeah, it's, it's so important. And um, it's like, it's kind of the uncomfortable stuff. Like I am, I was talking to a woman yesterday and we, we were talking about how we want our kids to remember us. And she said that her, um, her daughter had asked her husband you know, like, how do we help mommy so she's not so busy anymore? And it was like, she's like, I don't want my kids to remember me as busy. Like that is, that is not anywhere on the list of anything I want them to think about me. And like, I think we really have to look at ourselves and be like, so are the things that we're doing that we like prioritize so much every day, like trying to keep the house spotless, like, is that really as important as we think it is? Yeah, that's, I know with my kids and stuff, my kids are now in college age. Um, but whenever I was going through college, they were babies. And I tried to make sure that my work was done in the evenings before or after they went to bed and that I had it done before the weekend so that we would have the weekend together. And so I tried to plan my time out and everything. And I felt like I was always busy. I felt like I was in a million different pieces and stuff most of the time. But when you ask my kids now, as they're trying to go through college, they're like, you made it look so easy. Like you never had to study. You never had to do anything like this. Why am I having to do all this? And it's like, because mom did all this. I just did it when you were sleeping. 
And I've asked my mom the same type thing, you know, it's like, how did you put a meal on the table every single night? And yet you were working full time. And yet I don't remember eating out. Like we had eating out like once a week, maybe we didn't have eating out three, four five times a week. And she's like, crockpots. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember how many crockpot meals you had? And I'm like, I don't remember them being that much, but I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a secret. Yeah, it's so, but it's, you know, try, you compare yourself and you sit there and you look at your parents or you look at other people and it's like, well, they seem to have it all together. So I must be doing something wrong. And there really is no wrong way. They, it's the way that feels natural to you, the way that feels good to you and driving, like you said, the things that you want out of life. So if you want your kids to know that mom spent time playing with you, then plan your life around spending time playing with your kids, make the most important thing, the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to pick your priorities. And it's also really important to remember that there are like there's such a wide variety of the way moms parent and like their kids still turn out great. <laughs> like yeah. we can all do things really, really differently and our kids are still going to be really happy, healthy, thriving adults. Yeah. They, strangely enough, all three kids are very different. All three kids have their own, you know, uh, way of doing things, but they're all great. And I, you know, as a mom, you can't be, any more proud of your kids than, you know, the way that they're turning out and stuff and becoming young adults. And my daughter is like the most activist person ever right now. And I'm just sitting here going, okay, calm it down. (laughs) But in the, the same time, you know, I'm proud of her that she actually has views and beliefs that are driving her to want to stand up for something. And so it's good to see that and stuff and in general. Um, let's talk about your program a little bit. You had mentioned to me before we went live that it is a customizable, um, so that it's not just a one size fits all. Yes. So it's a 12 week program and we have calls that are once a week. And then we also, each woman does a one-on-one call with me twice during the program so that we can, there's like, there's a, a big format and then there's like a customized portion of it. And so the, the nutrition part of it and the exercise and especially the supplementation, which is like supplements can be so incredible if you know what to take, but if you're taking the wrong stuff, they can actually make you feel a lot worse or you could just be wasting your money. And so I felt like it was really important to have some type of one-on-one aspect with me to make sure everyone gets exactly what they need because like no one wants to spend a ton of money on supplements that don't work or like even just with eating, like no one's going to eat the exact same way I eat because I eat specifically for my body. Like everyone's going to eat a little bit differently. Like vegetables should be, you know, the biggest part of it, but everyone else is going to eat something slightly different because we're all different. Yeah. Yeah. I've invested so many dollars on supplements and thinking, okay, well, I need to take this or I need to take that. And really, I, my biggest problem whenever it comes to supplements is the fact that it takes a while to get into your system and to make a change. And I am very much an instant gratification person. Um, And so (laughs) if I don't see the change in a very quick time, then it's like, uh, it's probably not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I yeah. just move on and it's like, I'll do something else or I'll get it from my food or I'll go outside and absorb some vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever it happens to be, but supplements don't work as fast and stuff for me is what I would want them to work. And I don't like taking medicine. It was something that mom takes tons of medicine. I decided I didn't want to be like mom, so I don't take medicine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, with your exercise program, is it something that you actually give to the moms or is it something that you guys kind of work through together? So it's something that I, I give to them and I normally, it, it always depends on the woman, like especially with moms that are really exhausted. Like what I did, like after I had my son was I would go to the gym and just work out as hard as I possibly could and like lift weights that I couldn't really lift and I honestly didn't really know how to lift and um I would run a whole bunch because after I was done it would give you like that runner's high and I was like oh this gives me energy and really that's not the case at all it burns your body out and it's really bad for you but I thought that it was working and so I try to work with each mom to make sure that what she's doing isn't isn't going to make her feel worse because if you're you know if you're like going to go run 5 miles every day but like you're already exhausted when you wake up. Like if it takes multiple cups of coffee for you to do that, it's not good for your body at all. So we really focused on like really gentle exercises to start. And then the women that are ready for more can, can do more. But there's also like so much you can achieve with just like doing yoga. Like you don't have to go kill yourself in the gym to, to feel the way you want to feel. Yeah. As, as I found out as we've kind of, as I've gone on in step in time, then having that core foundation that yoga actually helps with and Pilates help, helps with and being able to actually have that strong core helps with the lower back pain, helps with the upper back pain. It helps with middle back pain. Yeah. It helps with, you know, your feet and your legs and everything just because if you have that core that is able to be a strong foundation for you, then the rest of your body can extend from that and be strong from that. But when you don't have that strong core, that's when you do have so many other issues that come up. Yeah, it's so easy to injure yourself in the gym, especially if you just try to jump right into it and you don't really don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. So um, benefits of doing your program. Um, besides the fact that they get the nutrition and the um, exercise, um, go ahead. Yeah. So the, the biggest part of it is it's a really small group of women, so they can become friends. They can support each other. Um, it's really hard sometimes. I know a lot of women struggle with, especially right after you have kids, like it's hard to find other women to be friends with. Like it's kind of hard to make mom friends sometimes. And you kind of end up just being friends with whoever your kids like. And um, so it's a really big part of it is having a supportive group of women that's moving in the same direction as you that have similar values to you. And, you know, it's, it's so nice to just have people that support you that are like, yeah, you're doing great. You know, like it's nice to have a little group of cheerleaders sometimes even. Yeah, I know that we've talked a lot on the podcast and stuff about finding your tribe. And so by doing something like this, it is finding your tribe. It's finding people who can relate to you, who can understand with what you're going through so that you don't feel alone. And 
loneliness is one of those things that a lot of people feel, whether they've got lots of people around them or not, because it, the people that are around them still don't understand them. And so it helps with that. And especially whenever you're a new mom and you're nursing and you're having to stay home maybe, and you know, some of them, some of the people that might be work from home moms and some of them might be a stay at home moms and some of them might have to actually go, you know, to the job. But all of a sudden as a mom, that is your whole identity is being a mom, feeding that child, taking care of it, making sure that it stays alive. And so it's, finding that balance between that as, you know, who you are and also being able to actually still be you and finding out who you are now as a mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's so common to, to like have your kid and then suddenly you're like, like I, I like went through that. Like it was like six months in and I was like, what do I even like anymore? Like, what do I enjoy doing? It was like, you just kind of forget after a little while you spend so much time being so absorbed in like just the routine of nursing, changing diapers, you know, making sure they're fed and they're clean. And then suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, like I, I haven't really connected with anyone in a really long time. Like, I don't know when the last time I read a book was like, mm -hmm. you just forget to take care of yourself. And it's really easy to do when you're really absorbed in taking care of another human being. Yeah, I definitely went from being an individual to being so-and-so's wife, so-and-so's mom, so-and-so's daughter, you know, and it's like, I really didn't have who I was. And especially with not having a job, trying to be a stay-at-home mom, there's really no identity out there that gives you anything other than so-and-so's. And so it's trying to find out who you really are and finding those things that you like or remembering what you liked. I mean, I never remembered, um, I never remembered that I loved doing crafts and art type things and stuff until later on. And it was like, all of a sudden I was doing something and I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot that I actually did this whenever I was in school. Like I, in first grade, I created sandals out of paper and glue and I never you know, thought about that and stuff until later on when I was playing with glue and playing with stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, that, that did happen. Like I yeah. have liked this for a really long time, but it, you kind of forget who you are and you forget what you've liked in the past and you forget, like, you don't have that confidence to move forward because you really don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. It, and it's so like scary and overwhelming. And I think it's really easy like if you don't do anything, it's really easy to get stuck there for a really long time. It is. And from experience with depression, the longer you stay in that, then the harder it is to get out without going and getting medicine and working with doctors and everything else. So if you can actually jump on that ahead of time, get, you know, reach the people and stuff who maybe have just had their kids to really connect with them and stuff and um, at an early time, hopefully you can help them through that whole postpartum part and you can help them through the unsure, unsurety, non-confidence, yeah. <laughs> all the words that aren't words, um, insecurities. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew I'd hit the word eventually. Yeah. It's, it's so important to find 
find the right people that can support you. And especially like getting in there quickly and trying to do it early because if you wait until they're like two or three or four, like it's it's just different trying trying to find people. Like you think it's gonna get easier as they get older and that's it's it's different, but it's not easier. <laughs> It's funny. It's like, um, my kids, when they turned two, then it was like, okay, terrible twos. And actually my son kind of skipped out on terrible twos. He really wasn't bad at three. He wasn't even bad at four, but four was whenever we actually had to call poison control for the first time. Um, because he grabbed a tube of Bengay and used that as toothpaste. And he came in and he's like, his mouth's burning and he's like freaking out. And so we had, we called poison control. Turns out Ben Gay has primarily aspirin in it. And the little bit that he would use on his toothpaste or toothbrush was not enough to actually cause any issues and stuff for him. However, to help his mouth that was burning, go ahead and give him ice cream and popsicles because that helps cool down the burn. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like, Here, child, you didn't pay attention to your toothpaste. Yeah, let's sugar <laughs> you up. you get yeah. ice cream. <laughs> Do Lucky not touch you. this again, even though yeah. I know you know you get ice cream afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, my kids in general and stuff, I don't think that they were necessarily those kids that I was just horrified at. I've been around some kids that I've been horrified at, but it, it's still, I still was just mom. I wasn't, you know, my individual self. And so it would have been nice to be able to have a group of other people that, you know, were kind of like-minded and that could understand where you're coming from. Yeah. It's, it's so helpful to have people around. <laughs> So um, we will have your contact information in the descriptions, but um, what last thought and stuff would you like to leave for the listeners? Um, I viewers think, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing is that, you know, if you, if you don't know, like if you're exhausted or anxious or stressed out and, and you don't know what to do, like I, I asked my doctor, I asked my midwife and I just didn't get a lot of support or help and so I was I was like pretty quick to give up and so like I think the biggest thing is to just not give up like you have to keep trying to find people even if it's even if it's challenging even though sometimes it feels like it might be a little hopeless like you have to find your people like you just have to and you can't give up yeah it's definitely helped me with finding other people that are into business and people that have those same things and stuff that you're trying to actually get done. Um, it helps you move forward a lot faster. Yeah. It, it'll change your whole life if you find your people. So thank you so much, Mary, for being on. Um, I really appreciate your time and appreciate you being on here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I've never done this before. <laughs>